Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G. And on the other line with me, he's not so much trained. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? The hell is that supposed to mean? You're not trained. I'm trained to do what? Anything. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so we it's a, it's a it's a weak week this week. Or I should have said he's the one that doesn't listen to the rules. There you ah. go. There you go. You're the one that don't listen to the rules, Doug. You you always get the better one after after we started. <laughs> Cuz I really don't put no thought to the to the um nicknames until I actually hit the record button. I'm like, oh shit, I still gotta think of a nickname. Think, 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 think. <laughs> oh. But um today is episode nine of Black and White. Um t- this episode is episode six hundred and sixty-eight on the run and it's called The Bloom is on Axu or translated from Japanese out of control, Prendor, rescue, Kebago, rescue Kebago. Okay, I'm gonna say that. And so, obviously, you're getting a couple of Pokemon. Japanese translations for Pokemon names. Yeah. Yes. So, so how are you doing, man? Um, <laughs> we we recorded a movie last night. Yes, we did. <laughs> and at the beginning of that podcast, we said this is not going to be close to three hours, and it was fucking two hours and fifty-five minutes. Yeah, the freaking Skype call was almost four. <laughs> I was like, man, if you haven't heard um, the secrets of the jungle, go and listen to it. If you want to hear some fellas not give up and kind of get tired as they're going through that movie go ahead and listen to it It, it's really good but we do get pretty tired towards the ending i was gonna (laughs) say you might even be able to pinpoint where i just die (laughs) yeah when when you yawn (laughs) no it was before that that was i mean because and i was telling you before we hit record we should have broke it up but i mean hindsight's 2020 um, but it's weird because I didn't have any issues going through um, Mewtwo. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think I think it was because Mewtwo was a little bit earlier in the day. 
we wasn't doing it all the way until midnight. At least I don't remember doing it all the way until midnight. Well, no, we definitely didn't. So, yeah. It, <laughs> but we made it through, though. So when is when is this episode going out? Um, this episode, that is a very good question. Uh, I think this one's close to December or something, but yeah, honestly, I've, without doing a lot of, uh, going on websites and stuff, I'm not sure when this episode is going out. Well, Um, because I, yeah, I think we're around there because the one we did with Mel, uh, last week, I think you mentioned something about it going out like the uh, first first week week of of December. Yeah. So. And as of right now, let's see. Let's let's go ahead. This is ep- this is episode six hundred sixty-eight. So three more after this one. So that goes out October nineteenth. All right, I, I I will have a date for you. So one, two, three. This is November 9th. Oh damn! Is when this one. Is- going out so very soon well how is this one going out on the 9th of november but the one we did with mel because we have more canto in the backlog than we do our black and white mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> so that is it but yeah um we did the movie last night it was a lot of fun um we're getting a decent amount of clicks on it and they're they're still rolling up <clears throat> So well, it hasn't even been out for 24 hours yet. No, not even. So thank you, everybody. Um, for some reason, I, I'm, I'm guessing more and more people have listened to um, Dreams by the Yardful that because <laughs> it, it must have fallen and people just download because I'm I'm slowly it's not out there anymore, but <laughs> um, I'm slowly seeing that number just like peak up like here and there. And <laughs> someone, someone found, someone found a way to be able to listen to that episode even after it's been pulled. So uh, let's see if it's still. Yeah, oh, it's not there anymore. <laughs> if that's what you're looking up. No, it's not. But um, after, um, outside of that, Doug. Um, Anything exciting happen within the past 24 hours besides all of this rain that we got today? I, uh, you know, I didn't hate the rain. I didn't either. I love it. Um, I just wish it would have made up its mind um, f- before I started my second lap because I had to go in because I had to make a pit stop. And I was like, that's getting kind of cloudy. And it was like, oh, no, I'll hold up for half an hour. About got got to the point of no return where it wouldn't have made any difference if I turned around because it was basically the same distance. And it was like, oh, we're going to rain now. <laughs> oh, so you got caught in the downpour? Well, not in the downpour. Like, Oh, but at I the mean, beginning of it? Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I, I, got, I saw a couple of pretty neat lightning flashes and got some good thunder, but that was about the extent of it. Oh, okay. Nothing wrong with that, Doug. No, but I don't like having to turn a light on in my room at two in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, that that's when you just lay back and you either take a, a, a nice little nap with the rain just 
falling down or you just chill and watch some TV and catch up on your TV shows. Yeah, I gotta gotta do that at some point. So, but um, all right, everybody, you guys are here to listen to a Pokemon podcast. Um, this week's episode premiered November eleventh, two thousand ten, in Japan, and then here in the states it premiered April second, two thousand eleven. And Doug, I believe you are going first this week. Yes. All right. So, what do you have for us? So, on April second, two thousand or two thousand on April second, two thousand. Uh, God, <laughs> you talk for a living, right? <laughs> on April second, nineteen ninety-five, WWE holds WrestleMania eleven from the. Should have. I really is from the Hartford Civic Center in Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. Um, All right. Let's see. Sixteen thousand three hundred and five people in attendance. Uh, we, laugh, we laugh at that number now. I. I mean, yeah, because that's that's like raw. <laughs> um. Yeah, because. You know, we hadn't quite hit the the um, the age of uh, stadium shows yet. Um, this is notable uh, for a couple reasons. Um, it was a continuation of the Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania. Um, he defeated uh, King Kong Bundy with. Um, Larry Young serving as the referee. He was a MLB umpire. Um, Diesel uh, defeated Shawn Michaels in a 20-minute match for the WWF Championship. That's the name. And in the main event, New York Giants linebacker Lawrence Taylor with about 75 people. Um, defeated Bam Bam Bigelow in 11 minutes. And when I tell you a thing, you know, freaking Lawrence Taylor's used to run around the field for, you know, three or four plays at a time and then sitting on the sidelines. When I tell you he didn't, I didn't think he was going to make it to the back after that match, wrestling almost 12 straight minutes. Boy. <laughs> Dude, I remember watching that. And I also remember how gassed he was. He, he he was so gassed, he was sweaty, he was he was all over the place. Like, I think wrestlers even field. tell that story. I'm pretty sure I heard from um Bully Ray that um he saw him after that match. At least I believe so. Was it? That doesn't line up. No, no, it's, it wasn't Bully Ray. There was someone. I, I, I There was someone that was talking, saying the same thing about how gassed he was. And they have a podcast. I can't think of who it is. Oh, that narrows it down. You know, know. wrestlers with podcasts. That's that's only seventy five thousand of them. I know for real. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I've heard that story as well. And I mean, you know, I mean. Kudos to him. He wrestled the main event at WrestleMania. Not a lot of people can 
hang their hats on that one, especially non-wrestlers. It's, and you definitely won't see that these days. Not in the main event, no. no. I mean, you know, we did have Bad Bunny in a tag match this year. Yeah. You know, he got quoted um, recently within the past few days saying that he's never watched one of his concerts back, but he's watched his um, WrestleMania debut match over a hundred times. Oh, we'll see, but that doesn't surprise me because he really kind of embraced the the wrestling culture. Like everybody that was talking about him was like he was super respectful and he listened if we gave advice and he didn't big league anybody. Vince McMahon props. And and you can't sit there and tell me Vince McMahon had any idea who the hell Bad Bunny was before he walked in that door that first day. No. <laughs> but I mean when, when when you get a pat on the back by Vince um after your match, I mean that that kind of says a lot. Like come back here, man. Come back here, brother. <clears throat> so, all right. But um thank you, Doug. Uh, did you have anything else to add on yours? No, that was pretty much it. I mean, I knew that the the main talking point was going to be Lawrence Taylor, but I was like I really should look this card up and just kind of looking at the car, and I was like, yeah, 95 was a down year, wasn't it? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So for me, I went to this event, and this happened in 2006. I went to WrestleMania 22. Yes, we both did WrestleMania, everybody. But I did this one because this was my very first pay-per-view, and it was my very first WrestleMania um, on this card or, or seeing this card and we had a bunch of different matches I'm not going to go down every single one but we had the infamous Edge with Lita versus Mick Foley hardcore match where they put the flaming table um, on fire wow, flaming table on flaming fire. table on fire <laughs> god I talk for a living um, we had Mickey James and um and Trish Stratus, Undertaker and Mark Henry. We had Rey Mysterio win the title. Um we had I think the last um Playboy pillow fight match. I think last and only. <laughs> and um no they had they actually no um No, they, the one you're thinking of was a Miller like cat fight match at nineteen. Yeah. It's different branding. I guess. With but they they were still Playboy girls, um, and then you uh, had well yeah. I suppose one of them, <laughs> and then um, you had John Cena defeating Triple H by submission. Everybody, uh, yeah, he made Triple H tap out, and that was the first time. Me as a child, I was sixteen years old. Well, not even I was fifteen at the time, and. Um, I have never heard such disgust over John Cena until that point. And I believe that might have been the turning point for a lot of people because John Cena got booed the hell out of that arena. Holy fuck balls. It was, he got booed and people were cussing at him. And I think some people might have been throwing some shit. It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. And. I, me, me and my dad were just looking and we're like, are, are we going to make it out of here? <laughs> but, 
but um but yeah that 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 was some show and it will always hold a place in my heart because it was the very first um wrestlemania and i've i've ended up attending uh many after that but that was the very first wrestlemania that i ever attended and um i remember the 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 big tent that was on the outside you got to take a photo with the wwe title in the parking lot before they came out with um these big access venues i know they did access before during that time frame and maybe a little before but they they've kind of blown up access these days it's kind of a thing now right do you know why else wrestlemania 22 was significant um I'm not sure. Why? Because pandemic notwithstanding, WrestleMania 22 was the last stadium. No, I mean, last arena. Uh, Yeah, arena. Yeah. The the very next year we were in um, Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. What a way to go out in Chicago. Yeah, it's too cold to do it out here now. Um for a stadium, Vince would freeze his damn balls off. I, 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 I've begged to differ for many years, but nobody listens. <laughs> we always have a shit ton of snow on the ground for WrestleMania. Not in April. Yeah, we do. Not in April. They play baseball in April. Bro, the past like three or four years, we had like three, four inches of snow on the ground. Not not three four inches. Yes, for goodness. Did. No, you're full of shit. I'm not full of nothing. Yeah, all well, all my Chicagoans, let's stand up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, winter is getting later and later. I mean, we we have freaking snow. We got snow this past. Well, I I, I chalked that up to 2020, but 2020 we had snow up until May. Well, maybe. <laughs> so they could fucking do it if they wanted to. If they they basically Vince they doesn't had, want to play with Chicago. They've done outdoor shows in Florida in April. You know, I mean, you're you know, you're not going to sit there and tell me that's any better. <laughs> we actually had the very first delay in in WrestleMania history. From... Well, but like you said, you know, you chalk that up to 2020. <laughs> Wow, uh, carryover because I guess technically it was twenty one at the time, but basically it was a carryover. Yeah. Or as I was putting out there, next year is twenty twenty two, and it's um, someone put um, like the actual twenty twenty, and then put the word two t o o after it. So people are expecting that we're going to get another big 2020 stuff happenings next year. Yeah, it's possible. I I hope. (laughs) Oh God, I hope not, but we will see. But are you ready to to dive into this week's episode? Because this is as filler as filler kind of gets done. I was going to say, I wouldn't go diving into this one because it's kind of shallow waters. (laughs) <laughs> but there's a lot of things that we could say about it. So, Not a lot of it good, unfortunately. No. 
All right, and we start this week's episode with our narrator saying that our heroes are on their way to Nat Green City. And they've kind of stopped to do a little bit of battling. It's between Iris and Silen. I- Iris with her Axew and Silen with his Pansage. And Ash is just sitting there looking all grumpy, sitting on a tree stump, um, looking back and forth, wanting to get in on the action. And Iris kind of just shuts him down right then and there. Yeah, because she's like, if, if you try to get out and get in on this, all you're going to do is use Volt Tackle and you're going to win immediately. And Ash is like, oh, OK, so I just won't use Volt Tackle. And, and she like immediately is like, no. And he's like, oh, OK, Jesus, don't bite my head off. <laughs> and she calls Ash a little kid again. And... Hate it. Hate it. That, <laughs> that's like that is nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> like like for real. Like how, how and and I wanted to make note of this. Ash gets gets called a kid twice within the first 2 minutes of this episode. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, I just caught the once. I think I think you hear it once an episode and you just you're immediately numb. <laughs> so um but ash is sitting there he's like all right no bolt tackle and she's like no be quiet and you just sit there and watch he's like and ash is like um oh, okay i hear you and pikachu look just looks all sorts of defeated but you know that <laughs> There's nothing stopping Ash from going off a little bit and having a scrimmage of his own. He's got four other Pokemon. Well, five. You got to include Pikachu. You know, we could we could do a little bit of a round robin thing, but no, he's just gonna sit there and just be pouty. Well, I mean, it's kind of a good thing that he was just pouting because. Uh, what we're about to find out is pretty, pretty sad. Um, so let's see. So we get the introduction of the theme song, and then we get the title sequence of Bloom. The Bloom is on Axew. And from here, we have Iris go, Axew, you scratch. And Axew looks all big and tough, and he starts waddling around like a newborn baby. And um, Silent goes, Pensage, uh, <laughs> Bullet Seed. And when I tell you that Pensage just walks up and literally looks like he just spit, and he spits a little tiny bullet seed, and then he spits some more, it's like, pew, pew. It's pew, like pew, when, pew. um, it's like when, um, Ash was trying to help that Parasect evolve and freaking. Squirtle had to use water gun, but it was the little trickle. And it still knocked out the damn pears. And it was still fucking kicking Axu's ass. <laughs> so this Pensage and and we're gonna get some more attacks out of uh, out of this battle, but it's just these little tiny bullet seeds are just pelting Axu like right in the head. And Axu is getting defeated. Iris is getting all concerned. She's like, oh, no. And Ash is like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Silence got to sit there and go, I didn't mean to overdo it. It's like, dude, how could you 
if you did any less, he wouldn't be doing anything. <laughs> Just blow some air, and that that'll probably knock out freaking Axew. That might have. <laughs> so, um, Sage is looking all all concerned, and Iris is running over to Axew, and she she's like, "Remember to do your best, because we're in training." And Ash looks over. He's like, wait a minute. that th- This is training? He's And Simon's like, yeah. He's like, she asked me to help her um, so she can get Axu used to battling. And, <laughs> and he's like, I, I, I promise to only use 20% power on my attack. So we see like um, Pan Sage is, is spitting the bullet seeds into his hand. He's like, see, I can control it. <laughs> and Ash is like, you call this a battle? And she's like, getting used to battling a little bit at a time um, is not a bad thing. Only you. Uh, I think this is when um, she starts calling him a little kid. And Ash is like, oh, a little bit, huh? He's like, battling's a lot more fun if you really hit it. And she comes in. She's like, Ash, catch him. That's why you're such a little kid. That's the second one. Hey, okay, so I did catch him. I just, I, I just, I've become numb <laughs> to it at this point because it's just like it's so nails on a chalk. And then she's like, well, you can clearly see that Silen and Pan Sage are, are, are gentlemen. And they're willing to, they're willing to help Axiu. And they do a little bow, and they show that they're gentlemen and that they respect women, and they respect actually they they just respect trainers in general. Right. Well, you know, Silen was one third of a gym leader. Yep. So, so it's at this point, Ash is like. Now that I think about it, this is the first time I've ever seen Axu and you battle. And freaking Silent has to kind of butt in. And he's like, I suggest you let Iris and Axu train whatever way that they want to train. Basically telling Ash to shut up. And Ash, Ash just gets a stick up his ass. He's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Literally, and I'm not paraphrasing that. He said, yeah, okay, whatever. Well, you know, how dare he have an opinion that doesn't match with, you know, I mean, there's being positive and then there's just being an just a, just, well, you, uh, or, you, uh, <laughs> or <laughs> a yes man. Um, so Axu gets psyched up again and Iris tells him to use Scratch. And again. And he's and, and we find out why, um, <laughs> but Ash and Pikachu are, are trying to get behind Axu, and Axu is all pumped up, and he goes charging in, and Pansage just takes his head and just grabs him, and Axu's just doing it, me 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 me, <laughs> x x x x, like have you like people that are listening to this and they're trying to envision this picture a cartoon where a kid just puts his hand on top of your head and the other character is swinging his hardest and he's trying to hit you, but his arms aren't reaching. That's exactly what's going on here. 
Yeah, I mean, to a T. And I mean, Iris is mad. She's like, get serious. And she's like, this is a... And Silence like, this is a legitimate technique. It's used in battle all the time. Yeah. And they then they both look at, um, at Iris and they're like, well, does Axu know any other moves? And she's like, well, yeah. He, he knows one other attack. And um, she's like, but he he ha- he hasn't used it. Actually, I, I skipped over one part. But um, she's like, but um, he's not too good at using his move. And then freaking Silence like, all right, well, let's see. Uh, Pansage, use Solar Beam. And Pansage oh. starts gathering the energy from the sun above. And... I, Ash is like, if you don't do another move right now, your Axu is going to be done. And he's like, just use the other attack. And she's like, I don't need your advice. Thank you. She's like, uh, my advice to you is to let me have my battle and be quiet. I was like, well, damn. Doug? Yeah, she just, she's just, I mean, you know, we've said it on multiple episodes. Ash is super stubborn. But stubborn versus stubborn doesn't end well for anybody. And you can just see it here that Iris is just digging her heels all the way in. Yes. And, you know, but and see, the problem is I see where Iris is coming from because Ash is kind of being a jerk about it. But, if you know, and they don't have the benefit that we do. Like we can take a step back and take in all of Ash Ketchum. And we understand that he knows from where he comes. He just doesn't know the best way to articulate it. No, he's 10 years old. (sighs) (laughs) Who's traveled the world? Who's traveled the world and has, you know, competed in multiple regions and won handfuls of badges. A little bit more. I guess I guess a, a little bit more wisdom and things to say. Yeah, I get it. Well, I mean, he's got it, but like he starts it off so on such a a wrong foot that like you know, Iris is the type that she's not going to take even slight negative criticism. She's going to immediately shut down, like we just saw. So. At this point, <clears throat> freaking um, Pansage shoots off his solar beam, and when Weak I tell ass you, solar beam, I mean, I tell you, I it looks like a little snake <laughs> just came over and used its tongue to just lick Axu, and Axu just faints, and Ash <laughs> is like, "What the?" Fuck, I've never seen a solar beam like that before. And Pikachu's like, Pika. <laughs> and Axu literally got hit by that little tiny ass solar beam and started rolling back. He rolled at least at least six or seven feet back from that little tiny bump. And um what does Ash say? Ash says, you know, learning new moves is part of training. And <laughs> You know, this is where we get the, the you know, he's not very good at it. He's got one other move, but he's not very good. And 
you know, Ash kind of digs his heels in, and he's like, well, then you're going to get shit-stomped again, aren't you? And <laughs> Ash is like, now I want to see your other move. He's like, just go ahead and do it. It's it, Basically, uh, you, you, nothing else is going to happen unless you try it and train train it. And she's like, all right, fine. I will do it. Ask you. And she's like, show him how it's done, Axew. Use Dragon Rage. And everyone around is like, Dragon Rage? (laughs) That jumped up on that. (laughs) What? (laughs) Freaking Axew. We get a close-up of Axew's belly that is gaining the energy inside. And everyone's like, um... Oh shit. And Silence like, what the fuck? He's like, I was doing 20%. You're gonna fucking use Dragon Rage on my pants age? And <laughs> freaking uh, Axu, he's like, Axe! And he sneezes. <laughs> and when he sneezes, it causes a big ass explosion. And <laughs> just everyone is just looking around and, and freaking Axe is looking around. He's like, what what that what, what what's going on? He has a big old hole around him, and everyone else that was around him has gotten fried. Like the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and um freaking Iris is like, Well, we kind of screwed that up, didn't we? <laughs> and well, she says, mess it up again. And Ash looks at her and goes, again? So, it, and then she starts to cry. She's like, man, yeah, I messed it up again. Uh. And freaking Axu is just sitting there with a smile. And then he puts his hand behind his head. And he just smiles at the camera. And just having a... Great time. And then we shoot on over to Team Rocket. And this is what I believe to be the shortest appearance of Team Rocket since we've been doing episodes. (laughs) Yes. So they're inside of this abandoned building and they're they're all in their in their getup. And basically Giovanni looks at them and he's like um, I need you to gather. Uh, let's see. He's like, the, what is this? The I'm I'm the, trying to remember. Oh, um, the res, the desert resort. So there's a meteorite that has fallen from space and it's scattered around the entire world. But the biggest piece of the meteorite has landed in a specific um, region <clears throat> in the uh, in the Unova region. And that he wants Team Rocket to find and locate and secure um, this meteorite because it holds unparalleled power. And that he thinks that they would be able to harness the power that is inside of this meteorite and do whatever they need to do with it. Right, and um, uh, Team Rockets or uh, Giovanni says this is the this is such a significant uh, mission that I'm sending an additional agent, and they flash this guy's profile on the screen, and 
um, Team Rocket salutes because they understand the gravity of the situation, and that's it. Yeah, that's that's Team Rocket. That would that that I mean, in a way, they they don't need to be in any more of this episode because we see them enough in the next one. Well, that's true, but I don't know. I just it was, I was surprised. I was like, I'm so used to Team Rocket. I mean, I'm not used. I'm used to Team Rocket coming in around there, but I'm used to them being a part of the episode until they blast off. But this was just, oh yeah, we're just making sure that Team Rocket's still a thing, and then we're going back to the main story. I was like, oh shit, they they finally found the right amount of Team Rocket to use in a Pokemon episode. And now I'm sitting here going, I want more because they're actually <laughs> doing something. Yeah, you want to you want to learn more of their story, but it's they're they're going to give it to you in little pieces, Doug. Give me give me a Team Rocket story. I could skip this for a week. <laughs> so I'm sure later on we're going to get an entire episode that's just all Team Rocket and what they're doing, and then Ash and them are going to come in at the end of the episode. I would be all over that at, the, at this point with this iteration. Don't give me it like five new seasons from now. And I go, I don't care about this version. Give me the James Vaughn stuff. Yes. So we, we get back with our trio and they're all uh, Ash and silent are sitting on a tree trunk. Iris of course is she climbed a tree and she's sitting up there with Axew and Ash and Silent are making fun of Axew, which is kind of bogus, especially for Silent. Yeah, really. I mean, they're they're calling Dragon Rage Dragon Sneeze. And <laughs> Come on, that was funny. That was funny, but then they hit it like they didn't have to hit it again. They're like, you know, Dragon Sneeze, that's the name. And then they turn to Iris and they say, from now on, you should just call it Dragon Sneeze. And this is this was uh, Iris's trigger. And she's like, it's not a sneeze. And um, <laughs> S- Silent knows he fucked up because he's like, I, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I was just joking. Hey, does Axu know any other moves, Ash goes? And she's like, no, he only knows Dragon Rage and Scratch. Which is, how is that even a thing? Because when... <sighs> When you first get a Pokemon, I mean, I don't know what it is in the in the newer versions, but I feel like they, there was at least four preloaded attacks when you got your starter. Oh I hell, wrong? hell, hell yeah, um, hell yeah, you're wrong. Um, when, oh, and, oh, wow, well, <laughs> like when you get Charmander in the game, all he knows is tackle and growl, and then after like one or two levels of him gaining experience, then he learns Ember. Ah. And, uh, and then, and then he learns other moves, um, depending on what version of the game you're playing. And yeah, well, it's still pretty weird. Like it's it's such a weird jump. It's like okay, scratch, and then Dragon Rage. It's like, well, wait a minute. What are we- <laughs> actually, actually knows some some other attacks. He 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 just isn't using it yet. So, but yeah, but then, yeah, so Iris is like, you know, um, Dragon Rage and Scratch, that's it. And she's like, I don't understand it. You know, Dragon Rage is supposed to cause damage. And, you know, we get like a proper demonstration of Dragon Rage. But she says every time Axew tries to use it, the energy balls just end up exploding. So... 
That just means that you need to train Axiom. Right. That's all it means. And we see Axu and Pikachu go up a tree, and Axu grabs a couple apples with his tusks, and he... Which is pretty cool. It's adorable, because then he brings them over to Iris, and he's so proud of himself. But um, but as that's going on, um, we're getting a little bit more exposition from Iris, and she's talking about, I know that... Eventually, I'm going to need to train Axu up so he can evolve into a. Pronounce this. What's up? Haxorus? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I know, <laughs> she's like, I know I need to evolve him into a Haxorus, but he, he's he's very weak. <laughs> Which how how is that anybody's problem but yours? I, I, I'm saying, I mean, and then we get a whole backstory because um, Ash and Silent are sitting there. They're still making fun of of little old Axu. And then Ash is like, you know, I never did hear how you caught uh, Axu. And Silent's like, yeah, I'm kind of interested in this story, too. And... and- Right before we get into the meat, of course, we get the act break, and we get the who's that Pokemon, and it's Axew. So not only are, which I could have sworn he was, like, who's that Pokemon, like, in episode three or something. No. Not yet. So so it's Axew, and then we find out that um, Iris was raised in a... um, and basically a dragon land farm area. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say cult, but that's not fair. Um, <laughs> like a like a village type setting. Yeah, it's like a village slash farm slash a dragon Pokemon area. And it's and it's the the entire village is seen over by like an elder and when you reach a certain age you're supposed to go out and start your Pokemon journey, and she was gifted this days-old Axew that apparently had just hatched days before. At the age of 10, by the way. So she's had this Axew for two years. Right. So, but then if we start poking holes in her Axew's development, and we get shifted onto Pikachu and... You know, we, we've, we've gone down that road a couple times before. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so okay, so, but but your point's valid, right? Like, this is a two-year-old Axu, and it only knows Scratch and Dragon Rage. Yes. It should, it should have tripped and fell into an evolution at this point. It, it, for real. And, and not even just that, but the elderly woman said that Iris's goal in life is to evolve this Axew into an uh, Haxorus, and which is a which is a weird goal. I mean, that's my that was my goal when I played the games because that's I was trying to grow my Pokédex, but that's just me playing a video game. But she you said um, that 
in order to evolve this axiom, I mean, and I get it. I mean, but it's a, it's a lot slower of a process. But she said, you, your heart must be basically intertwined together in order for it to evolve. But I think that Axu and Iris have a decent, a decent's not even fair. They have a really good connection. But I think the problem is, and and we're seeing it, Iris is raising Axu as a pet. And not, and, po- and, and, and not like a battling Pokemon. Not a battling Pokemon, exactly. So Axu has no backbone. Right. <laughs> As evidenced by the fact that he was KO'd by freaking soft toss bullet seed. Yeah, for real. Like, why don't you just go and get a a feather from a pillow and just blow it on Axu? It'll still knock him out. You know, put him in traction. So as Iris is telling her story, we realize that everybody has lost track of Iris and Pikachu. And now I'm not really concerned about Pikachu because at this point, Pikachu's kind of not Iris and Pikachu, Axu and Pikachu. I did say Iris. <laughs> yes, Axu and Pikachu, but I'm not really worried about Pikachu because Pikachu is shown to be pretty self-sufficient. And yes. I guess in a certain respect, I wasn't worried about Axu because Axu was with Pikachu. Yes. So, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, but it's at this point that um, Pikachu's always trying to be the hero, and Axu has climbed another tree and he has found uh, a couple of apples, and he has to climb um, or crawl his way over on the smallest twig in this tree to go and get this apple that looks so delicious and pikachu's like no please come back here come back and (laughs) axu is just stepping he's he's just creeping over to this apple and he finally grabs the apple and then the twig kind of breaks and so does um his grip on the apple and he just goes falling straight down no sir i will I'll, i'll argue that he get he has a grip on the apple the whole time (laughs) <laughs> okay so he, he he gets a grip on the apple he tears the apple off and then falls straight down and, and i th- and i thought i thought the bit was going to be that he's going to land and he's and the next time we see him pop his head up he's going to have the apple like on his head like a helmet but mm. it was much worse oh boy was it much worse and he falls, and then we see a scolipede inside of the bush. And this scolipede is huge. Massive. And and freaking Axu is caught in between its ho- Would you say those are horns or its ears? Oh, it was caught. Yes. I thought it was just hanging on this whole time. I was like, just like, and no, it was lodged. Okay. No, yeah, he um, actually got lodged, got lodged in between um, Scolipede's. I'm going to call them its horns. I would say horns. And Scolipede is just so pissed off, and he's shaking Axu back and forth, <laughs> and he's like, "Get off of me! <laughs> I didn't ask you to get on top of me. Get off!" And he. Freaking Scolipede just starts running away, and Pikachu, trying to help out, gets his iron tail and tries to attack the Scolipede. And Iron Tail was to no avail, and freaking 
<laughs> Scarlet P just takes its its back end and whips Pikachu straight over into a tree. Right, smack into a tree. I mean, straight up George of the Jungle style. <laughs> and Scarlet P just looks like to have a big anger problem because it's going after after Pikachu and Pikachu's like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> and then we just get a back. Uh, like, split the tree in half. Yeah, it split the tree directly in half that Pikachu was leaning right up against. And then we find out it didn't hit Pikachu, and Pikachu is running for its life, Doug. Yeah, and we see him out of kind of out of nowhere. We see that um, Axu is kind of aware of the gravity of the situation, and we see that it's charging up uh, another Dragon Rage attack. And off in the distance, um, basically, um, the trio standpoint, we see this big explosion and smoke. Ash immediately goes, oh, it's Axu's dragon sneeze. I, I was like, I mean, that was funny. But that was, you know, not the time or place. No, not at all. And Iris is basically like, fuck you. We got to go get them. <laughs> and so they go running towards the explosion. And then Pikachu comes jumping out of a bush. And he is just frantic. And he's he's trying to he's trying to get, well, I mean, not get his attention. Because obviously they're aware of the explosion. But he's trying to explain the situation. And obviously, you know. Because Pikachu made its ears look like the horns of the Scolipede, and man, I mean, I give Pikachu props on getting its ears like that. And, and the spikes on Axu's back as well. Yeah, for real. And Ash is like, okay, buddy, you gotta calm down, I can't understand you. And and then we hear off in the distance, we hear Axu's um, cry. cry, and then we <laughs> see the Scolipede pop up, and we can see that uh, Scolipede is, is still has Axu between its uh, horns, horns or antennas. I mean, that was the word I couldn't think of, but I like horns because it's such a big motherfucker. Um, oh yeah, using the horns on its head. Um, I'm, I'm, I just got the Pokedex thing. Oh well, so, there you so, go. So yeah, they're horns. So it's at this point um i'm not gonna go word for word that of what the of what dexter is because ash pulls out dexter of course he's like oh what's this pokemon even though they need to save the pokemon and wouldn't it have been some shit if it it's like axiom (laughs) 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 instead of scolipede i'm sorry (laughs) stupid stupid things i thought of when i was first watching this cartoon um (laughs) And they they talk about Scolipede and how Scolipede has a temper and that once it gets angry, it's very hard to get it to not be angry anymore until Scolipede has basically done what it needs to do to walk away. Right. And I feel like we've heard this description in a manner of speaking a couple different times talking about, oh, it won't give up until it's victorious. Yes. It's like, come on, people, use some more material. <laughs> and Scolipede then, at the at that point, after Ash puts his Pokédex away, um, notices the trio with Pikachu and is like, 
oh, you son of a bitch. Get this thing off of me and just starts chasing all three of them. And they are booking it, Doug. And then we see um, the Scullipede shootout, uh, Toxic Sludge on a rock, and it absolutely corrodes the rock. Oh, and then damn. And then, you know, and then, you know, Silent identifies it as toxic, and then he shoots it against a tree, and that tree, of, of course, Rock disintegrates out. in the middle. And then um, <clears throat> Silent and Ash both call out their uh, grass Pokemon to stop the rampage of the uh, Scullipede. Yes. And freaking Pansage is using Bullet Seed and Skull. It, it that does nothing but kind of irritate the mess out of Scolipede. Scolipede stop does stop in its track, but it's just pissed. And freaking Snivy uses its Bind Whip to go around the horns of Scolipede, and Scolipede is just way too big. And freaking Snivy is way too small and Snivy just gets whipped all sorts of ways of yesterday and just gets thrown and Ash is like, damn. Um yeah, you're 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 done battling. So he calls it back and then sends out his to pick. Well no, um this is when actually uh Iris jumps in front and she's like, This is my Pokemon. I'll I have to unless I skip something. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You you are right. Um, Iris jumps into the frame, and she's like, she's like, I have. I'm gonna use another Pokemon, and this is the first time we've seen her take a Pokeball out, let well, alone have another Pokemon. And when she first pulled out the Pokeball, I was like, oh, she's gonna try to catch it because we're. I mean, I, I think it's pretty safe to assume that this is a wild Scullipede. Yes. And. She's like, I've got another Pokemon. And she goes to throw it, and she stops. Which, in baseball, we call that a balk. Um, you know, because you can't be doing that. And then Ash is like, well, what's the problem? And she just takes, she takes in a big breath at that point, throws the Pokeball, and the Pokeball slowly brings out another Pokemon. And the Pokemon just hits the ground and does not move. It just looks like a looks like a giant warhead. Yeah. We find out that it's called Expedrill. And it's the evolved form of Drillbur. Drillbur. And we get the we get the the Pokedex um readout which It says that it can move um up to a hundred meters at a time underground. But then you know, and Ash has a dumb line that did make me laugh. He was like, that doesn't look like that Pokemon in the picture. And and Silence like, right, because that um, when Exadrill um, only takes that form when it's going to start digging underground, but it's not moving. So why is it doing this above ground and freaking Iris has to walk over and she's basically pleading with Excadrill Excadrill, um, to help out in this battle and she she basically says forget it I'll do it myself and so Iris has a Charizard 
Yes, her her Pokemon will not listen to her. And then she's like, I'll make my move. And we basically get, you know, the elder told me this is my duty. You know, it's my duty to protect um, my Pokemon. And um, And she said this is part of her trial. And then Silen has um, uh, Pan Sage boot up a solar. solar beam. Ash calls out to Pig to use Ember, yes. and Pikachu steps up, and Pikachu is going to use uh, Thunder Shock, Thunderbolt. And so at this point, um, Pikachu and to pig bo- use both of their moves at the same time, pointing it at the ground to stop this scolipede. And Pansage uses its solar beam and freaking nails um, scolipede. Iris finds a vine out of nowhere and just um, goes all Tarzan and just swoops down, grabs Axu by the foot, and Axu is just like a little baby and just gets pulled out he he looks up he's so happy that he's off of the scolipede and everybody's celebrating it's a happy moment there's only four minutes left in this episode <laughs> and three minutes i would say i was about to say and P- pensage and um to pig get called back into their pokeball and freaking scolipede remember from the pokedex said that it has a temper and it looks over at Axu, and it looks over at Iris, and he's like, "Well, shit, I'm still pissed." And he starts. He just boots freaking Expedrill, who hasn't moved. Yeah, just starts running, and I, I'm I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> uh, so yeah, he meal kicks uh, Expedrill, who. Kind of uses a stump as a as a ramp into a, a uh, another. Well, I should say like a rock into a stump, and drills into the stump underground, and then delivers like a spinning uppercut to Scallopede, and then pops out, and it's like some kind of ninja. And then we're gonna have an extra drill Scallopede showdown. And Ash is like, oh, perfect. Expedrill decided to wake up. Um, Iris, give it a command. And Iris is like, I, 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 I can't do it, fam. Because he's not going to he, he, he's not going to listen to me. So he's just going to battle this out on his own. And freaking, all of a sudden, we see Scolipede just start going in to tackle Ex- Excadrill, and he Excadrill basically. Um, ducks and sh- and basically shoots up um, Scolipede from its head, like just shoots it into the sky and gets rid of Scolipede. I feel bad for Scolipede at this point. A little bit. Like, I mean, and, I mean because I'm just where, sitting there the whole time going, all right, somebody needs to catch this. It's a wild Scolipede. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and Excadrill... Um, is so happy that it got rid of the scolipede and um, freaking Iris goes over to congratulate it and thank him for, um, well, thank it for helping 
helping everybody out. And, and then it goes immediately back. goes bring. <laughs> yeah, it it goes back into its little position that it was in, as if it's gonna start cutting and just won't listen. And Iris is just defeated again. She's like, "All right, just get back in your pokeball." Like, what happened to where she? What what happened in these past two years where Iris um, got <coughs> this Pokemon? And something tells me she probably has more Pokemon, but that she got this Pokemon and it doesn't want to mm. listen to her. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna have to wait another ten episodes. I know. I mean, it took freaking nine to figure out where Axu came from. So, for goodness sakes. But Iris gets down on on her knees um, to get to Axu's level. Ask ask you, ask you if he is okay. Well, if it is okay, because she 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 said that Axu is an it during her story, so we never found out if it's a boy or a girl. Um, but she did say that it's an it. So I don't know. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Yeah, I don't know either. I was really hoping to find out if it's a boy or a girl, but we don't. But um, at this point, uh, Axu is happier than a pagan shit and um, just happy to see Iris again, putting its arms up into the air. Um, hopefully, Axu is not going on any more twigs anymore on top of trees. And Silent is telling Iris that um, she needs to just um, not worry about battling too much and just um, go at her own pace. And at some point, she's going to learn um, to battle and actually will get stronger. So everybody's content with that. And that immediately triggers Ash to go, all right, so now how about a battle? And then Iris basically looks at him and goes, did you not just listen for the last two minutes? I'm going to battle at my own pace. And Ash goes, fine, I'll go. And, and she's like, why don't you go battle Pikachu yourself if you're so antsy? And he fucking does it. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I, why do I feel like Ash actually battles his Pikachu to, to train it? He's like, got four other Pokemon. Yeah, I know he does. He can, <laughs> it makes you so mad. <laughs> but he's like, no, hit me, hit me, with, hit me with Thundershot. And he hits him. And he's like, all right, now get get a volt tacker ready because I'm going to charge you. And he does it. He gets fucking knocked down to a goddamn tree. And that's how we end guy. up. And that's how we end up ending this episode is by Ash getting knocked out <laughs> into Fuck a tree. everybody. <laughs> this is the stupidest shit. Uh, but um, but yeah, that's that was this week's episode. Um, we we end this week. Uh, basically, our our trainers were just training inside of this forest on their way to Nat Green City. Fuck this shit, man! <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and just give it a two star because you know, I'm 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 very curious as to what you're gonna give it. I'm, I'm scared you're gonna give it a one star this week. Yeah, no, I am. Oh, okay. Because because like. I was intrigued by the Team Rocket uh, storyline progression uh, last week, right? Yes. So how do they reward me with my with my patience and my excitement? Team Rocket's in the episode for two minutes. Yes. <laughs> and then 
But it's going to pick up next week, though. I know, but <laughs> I also have to put up a trip next week. Oh, they're just copying freaking first season in episode 12. I just I just saw the, the name of episode 12. Here comes the Trubish squad. Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, boy. Wrap this episode up. I'm disgusted. All right, all right, all right. So I do have a couple of Pokemon packs here. Um, I'm going to go with a Chilling Rain, um, Sword and and Shield Chilling Rain Pokemon pack this week. So let's go ahead and get this open. And I picked this pack because it seemed to be a little heavy, but I got a fucking black card so something tells me it's going to be a dud pack already jesus all right let's see doug what card am i going to be looking at energy Uh, card psychic it's a fighting ah poop so we got a fighting energy a spiral energy a honey an Avery, oh, an Avery card, but it's not shiny though. Uh, <laughs> I got a Venipede, um, which is the unevolved form uh, that we saw in this episode. I have a Spiel, a Crebrawler, a Gullet, a Porygon. My Reverse Hollow is a Walrein, and then my Rare this week is a Gallade. So, and it's a non-hollow Gallade. So, man, I am striking out with some of these packs, man. So next Sounds week, I better, I, I better pull something. But that's the name of the game, everybody. So do you have anything else to add this week, Doug? No, this episode didn't <laughs> need to be a thing. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to ask you, would you take this or Beauty and the Beach? I would take Beauty of the Beach. At least we could make fun of that. <laughs> this one was just a nothing happened in episode. This was just this was just yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, then go ahead and say your goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you do not miss next week's episode because it is a lot better than this week. It's called a rival battle for club champ. So. Take that for what it is. Ash gets to fight his rival the whole episode. Have a good night, everybody.